Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Dumb Friends. This is your friend, Sean Donnelly. I'm here with the uh, the very, very uh, uh, Italian mafia-looking <laughs> Tom Lewis in his tracksuit and just, his goatee and his yeah. jeans. and his. He looks like he just got done whacking somebody. He looks fantastic. Yeah. How are you, Tom? I'm, I'm, I'm very tired, but I'm good. You're I'm very tired. You just yeah. drove here from the Berkshires. Yeah. Uh, w- the way it's going to go down this week is it's me and Tom for this part of the – for the main – the meat of the podcast, the main, the, all the different sections, and then uh, you'll hear Dan's voice on the interview because they recorded that separately. I just wanted to give you a heads up uh, beforehand. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. How are you, how are you, Tom? What's going on, well, man? The, how, what you're doing, you're setting expectations. I'm setting expectations, yeah. so it doesn't, so they don't know why didn't Dan talk for 20 minutes right. of the podcast? Right, right yeah. now we have you have two. <laughs> Uh, uh, friendly and uh, happy and responsible individuals <laughs> who talk into the microphone uh, to each other while doing yes. a, a recording, you know, Tom's and then to... then there's what happens later. Oh you know? my so. god, that's right. You just told me that the problem with Dan is that he doesn't talk into the microphone. Right. And Tom Tom has gotten comments from the fans of the podcast yeah. that Dan doesn't talk into the microphone. Yes. And. Uh, Actually, what's kind of fitting is the reason Dan is not here for this recording. Uh, do you want to tell everybody where Dan is, Tom? No, no it's but you, you, you do it. Okay. I have, I have a, yes. uh, if you know Dan at all, you'll know how hilarious this is. Uh, Dan is at a uh, a, a silent retreat, and if you right. don't know what that is, he means that he cannot talk. For the three, four days that he's at the retreat. And if yeah. you know Dan and you know this podcast, you know that's f- nearly impossible that he cannot talk. Yeah. He can, first of all, he can't even not brag about himself. That's basically, that's right. basically what it is. You can, <laughs> he can ask you a question and as you're responding – Start talking over you about so like whatever else is you know affecting him. It, it, it's that that's how an exchange with him goes. Do you think it's just a bunch of monks and it's just Dan bragging about his credits in front of him? Well, I I think you know the motivation for for doing this. You know, I hear the word retreat and it's like oh Dan's giving up. He gave up. Hands up. I'm retreat. I he and he gave up in some fundamental way and had to seek this experience. I feel like it's all these people who have inner peace and a line and Dan just like yeah it was on Chelsea lately once she was pretty. It was pretty nice. I, I I talked a lot in that. I won't talk this week, though. Yeah, yeah like a little preface of, of yeah. yeah. Or he has like post-its with all this written out, like pages <laughs> of uh, of post-its. Yeah, this, yeah, is yeah. What he's doing. So, uh, how was your week? Did you do anything dumb this week? See, the thing is, this I feel like we don't we don't talk, you talk on the podcast a lot, but not you know we, me and Dan talk most of the time. With being a dad, you must you must. Do a lot of dumb shit that you might regret. Like you're like, you ever do something that you're like, oh shit, maybe I'll regret that later on. Like I messed the kids up a little bit with that, or no? I do. There's a lot of things that uh, you know, as a dad. Well, I, I have a my daughter. It's her first year of high school. So holy shit, yeah, really? yeah. So she's in ninth grade, and there's literally nothing you can do as a parent, and especially as a dad, that is correct or right. I mean, right. You know, you can't. It's it's there's your your relationship is completely redefined uh, by how they see themselves going into this new social setting. Yeah, yeah. And, well, know, high school is rough, man. Yeah, but high school because it's your universe when you're in high school. What? Uh, why did you see the switch? The, the 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 flip of the switch when it came to like like she was all like oh daddy and then now it's like I hate you oh yeah there's been lo- lots of yeah lots of I hate you and and um or you know don't talk no don't don't say anything don't say like when you pull up to the school I can't even turn to look towards the school it's yeah. like I, I'm supposed to look straight ahead and this person's supposed to get in the car <laughs> and I can't even turn like oh hey you know you're not like she's she's walking towards the car like in a straight line to, and doesn't turn her head to look at anybody and her face is like don't say anything don't say anything don't say anything oh as you come God. towards the car you, you, as she comes towards the car you know oh like, i can't and then like stop stop because i'll be like oh hi and no you're, you're not supposed to, to do to people yeah, you can't wave you can't you know say but hey, last huh? year that was fine like eighth grade that's totally cool to it do was that. well it or was not really it was it was middle school and eighth grade was the last year of middle school so they were like you know the kings and queens then they could do whatever oh yeah big man you know, on campus yeah big he, lady on campus is not bad, right? Right. So this week, what do you what what dumb shit did you do this week? Jeez. Uh, uh, well, with her, uh, it's more of a, a inner family thing. I um, she's a swimmer. You know, she plays softball uh, in the spring and summer, and uh, then she swims almost most of the year as well. And I thought, <laughs> in in the high school calendar, 
of uh, athletics. Swimming is not a, a fall sport. It's actually a winter sport because it's okay. indoor pools in the Northeast and you that that's when it's competitive. So okay. in high school, like her, it's like the six to eight week uh, season there. But as an actual real swimmer, you swim much longer. But in terms of getting awareness about you as an athlete if you're swimming in september and october nobody gives a shit it's like you oh, don't that's exist. like the minor leagues of swimming like that's well you, you're doing fine you're doing that like uh, in your national swimming organization if you're doing usa swimming or ymca okay it's okay. just getting very inside baseball right right, um, right, right. but she you know no one really cares it's not a, a sport that shows up in the you know um in, in high school athletics or yeah. being recognized. So I found a program of, for, of a crew, you know, like rowing, because uh, we live right like four minutes, three minutes from a lake. It's like okay. literally get in the car and you're you're on the water in about three minutes. And they have a, a boathouse there and crew, you know, which is uh, the, the rowing um, thing. And they have a program and they needed some high school uh, athletes in it because they – you know, it's more of like a. It's like the Winklevoss twins from the social. Yeah, network. yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like Williams College drives like whatever thirty, thirty-five minutes down to our lake to, for their crew teams. Oh wow! You know? okay, okay, and cool. there's another college that comes over to our lake for their crew teams. And, yeah, just and we, very white situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of it's extremely. And and um, no, actually, there's we have a couple of uh, 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 in, Indian yeah, uh, uh, rowers. It took a while to say yeah, that. There were, I, was try, I, well, I was trying. I was trying to think Central Asian. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but those um, couple Indians, they were in the highest caste yeah, of, of the caste yeah. system. Yeah, they weren't. You know, what, I don't know what the lowest caste is, but they were definitely royalty that came to the I country. Somehow made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Computer programmer. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I, it was. I, I was scanning the memory banks in the background there. Um, so your 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 daughter joins this program, and what happens? She's, well, she's also swimming. Yeah. At the same time, swimming is her emphasis because she's like competes in the the regional championships every year since she was like six. You know, she's a, wow. a great swimmer. Okay. Yeah, but it's like it's not something that shows up as a as a uh, fall athletic program. So she is doing this, and I talked to the guy there who runs the program. He's okay with her doing it just a couple times a week. Yeah. And then she'll swim four times a week. Okay. So four days swimming and then two days crew. Oh my God. Um, uh, but it's right near our house. Like it's, it's literally, you just go there and she would get home sooner from doing this thing than this, her swimming, which is a longer practice and it's farther away. Um, and it's the, the crew thing is done, uh, uh, within October. It's like, a, it's like not even five weeks. You know, okay, it's like yeah, yeah, super yeah. short, right, you know, right, and right. so she'll still be swimming November, December, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, um, uh, and it was completely up to her whether she wanted to do it or not. You know, uh, you know, you go try it out. Right. If you don't like it, we never have to come back here ever again. Okay. Yeah. Got and it. if you do, you know, but make sure you like it. Cause I don't want this to be a thing. And, um, of, of course she did great, you know, and, <laughs> So before I came here, I, I worked last night till about 2.15 in the morning. Oh, wow. Then I got her at the lake at 7 a.m. this morning because they were like, oh, we want to do a, a session with her because we're going to take her to her first crew race on October 2nd, a week from today. It's when she's going to do her first crew, crew, ra crew race and she's been in a boat twice. And like, she's awesome. We need to get her in this race. Oh, my God. You know, and – and my wife is like, "What the fuck are you like? Are you? She's swimming and she's, she's doing this racing now. She's also like, fourteen and dealing with high school. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I said, if you didn't want to do or you weren't interested, you didn't have to do any. So now it's so like, now she's like this pro rower. Yeah, and now she really is like a winkle vi. And, and the and the and the wife is like, you, you know, you said this was just a couple days week. I don't know anything about any crew races. And she has swimming, and she's in all honors classes and an AP class in high. What are you doing? I'm like, I didn't. I just showed her there's this place, and if she wanted to do it, did this happen so, before? Or after you bought your break into electric boogaloo outfit like, that you're wearing? I'm, I'm, yeah, I was. I'm just gonna. 
<laughs> pop and lock here in the. This is like, the visual. It that, also looks like you have like because you're in good shape, so it looks like you're like uh, your pecs look like it looks like you have body armor on almost. Well, it has, yeah, like, so I'll take a picture of it. We'll put it on okay. the thing, whatever it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty. So then you're saying the dumb, the dumb dad decision was being like, hey, join this rowing thing. It was just go in a boat twice, and now you're a pro. Yeah, ch- just check this out. If you're not, you know, if you hate it. Or there's any reason why you don't like it at all? We never have to look at it again. She's like the Michael Phelps of rowing, and and right? She's well. It's, she just started. She just started out. So just, oh we'll, we'll see. We'll see. She's but, a natural um, athlete. I can't even relate to that because I was not an athlete at all. Yeah. And yeah. That, my dumb thing of the week is I stopped. I went low carb and low sugar, mm-hmm. and I've almost gotten to three fights in. <laughs> I've, fist fight I've in literally I've been in people. Ubers shouting at people. I've been. <laughs> I've been, I've been, that's because I can't, it's, it's fucking crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm a sugar addict. That's what I, I'm a straight up sugar addict. Yeah, me too. And I've, I've been doing things in the, in the morning I'll have an iced tea and that's the only sugar that I have for the day. Okay. And the rest of the day I have like no, like pretty much no carbs, no sugar. That's what I mean by low carbs, low sugar. And I've been in Ubers and the, this is actually really funny. I hadn't, this is, we always talk about how angry I get on this podcast. Yeah. I had an Uber driver ask me to leave. The, the he dropped me off early because I was shouting. I was like, I saw him get nervous. Like I was shouting at other cars. Like that, I was being a backseat driver, but I was screaming at it. And he was like, "Sir, sir, I have to drop you off oh here." My God. And he dropped me off on the corner, whatever it was. I'm, I'm yeah. yelling and and screaming at these people for not not moving. Like if you go to like that's the thing. There's no point to taking a taxi in New York City because you, it's going to take you four hours to get anywhere. And sure. you, and also even if it's not taking you that long it feels like so much longer because you're sitting in traffic for so so long so yeah my dumb thing is that i did not i'm not eating carbs and i'm not eating sugar you, you eat a lot of sugar yeah i mean that i i that's how i with the lack of sleep i have that's just how i sometimes get through things or if like when i come down here and if i'm yeah i'm down here and i do a show over in brooklyn or something yeah and it's even that much longer to get home it's like, okay, I need to get the big bag of Swedish fish and I need that, you know, just to kind of, you know, keep topping the tank off like right. one Swedish fish every five minutes. Exactly. You know, it's how I make it home and, and otherwise, you, you know, I'm going to crash. So Yeah, I'm, it's, it's pretty bad. You're in good company though because um, – uh, uh, you know, I, I did uh, I did those videos with uh, Burr, with Bill Burr. I have a bunch of videos. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. With Bill Burr. We do – we do one. It's like the Bilbers tour. Of- you're doing. You're playing the Dan roll by name dropping right I now. Know, I know. <laughs> but we by bragging. It's it's, it's like uh, Bilber videos. You know, Bilber videos. No, Sally retreats. There's there's one uh, called a Bilber's tour of N- of New York City. Yeah. And we we get kicked out of a cab in it. You know. Really. So he had me edit out the exchange that that got us kicked out of the cab. But we're in this cab. He's like, look at this. This is incredible. And and then he's like, oh, what the what the fuck is this thing? Oh, you know, typical yeah, like, Bill yeah, Burr yeah, stuff. Fun of it, yeah. And and then all of a sudden we're walking. You know, the camera's going up, and it's like, well, we got kicked out of that cab. You know. <laughs> I've, oh right. Yeah. That you should have left that in. Uh, he 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 was like, I kind of don't want these two sentences. I've gotten you know? kicked out of cabs two times. Times before that, one was for making out too hard in the back of a cab. It got so, it, and it's pretty. This is when I was single, and I, I there was this girl that I was. Well, I would hope. I know, yeah, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was when I was single. Yes, it was. Honey, it was when I was single, and I was making out so hardcore in the back of the cab that the guy, the guy pulled over. And he's like, "You have to leave. You have to leave now." And then we're like, "What?" And then we're like, "What's the matter?" He's like, "You can't. You stop. You guys can't do it." So then we got kicked out of that cab, and then another time I didn't get kicked out of a cab. One time, this was like ten, kind of ten years ago. I the guy, I go, I'm going to. At least when I lived in Brooklyn, I go. Uh, I was thinking Park Slope at that point, or whatever it was. The cab driver drove me all the way to the Brooklyn Bridge and the Manhattan side of the Brooklyn Bridge, and goes, "Okay, that's it." And I go, "What do you mean that's it?" And I go, "I'm going to Brooklyn." And he goes, "No, I don't go to Brooklyn. I'm done for the night." And I go, "Oh my god!" I go, "You're just gonna strand me." I go, you're just going to leave me? I go, no, you can't. You oh, have Jesus. to take me. It's the law. I'll call the cops. And then he's like, go ahead, call the cops. So I, I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, should I call the cops? Oh, no. I'm like, should I definitely call the cops? So I'm sitting in the back like, nah, and I'm about to call the cops. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I'm, and I'm just like, I'll sit here until you take me. I'll just sit here. So I'm sitting having a temper tantrum in the back of this cab. And then I'm like, I'm like and then because you know how New York is and you just want to go, 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 I'm like, I don't want to sit in the back of this cab and not get home. Right, right. So I literally, and, and this is the best taxi driver revenge you can do. I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the podcast. I got out and I opened all the doors in the cab. <laughs> and if you want to piss off a cab driver, open all 
all the doors in a cab. He will freak the fuck out. And that's what this guy did. He was like, what are you doing? Because it was literally in the middle of traffic. So I just opened all, his door, the the front passenger door, the, the back, both back doors. If I could open the trunk. I would have fucking opened the trunk. I swear to God. That's and great. I, and then I, and I'm like, oh, sorry. I can't do anything about it. And I just walked away that's and got great. another cab. I think I even just walked like almost like a movie scene. I just walked into the cab that was next to him. You know, I was like, dude, yeah, that's what you get. That's karma. That's what you fucking get in this world. Oh my God. Yeah. That could also qualify as my, what's this guy's fucking problem. But that was a, that was a flashback to what's this guy's fucking problem. But I, yeah, yeah. but I think we should move on to that section. Now it's time for what's this guy's what's this fucking, guy's problem? fucking problem? problem. That's, I'll, I'll put the echo. I'll put, <laughs> you the, put echo the echo on, on there. Yeah, 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 thanks, buddy. I'll do that. But the uh, you have one for this week, right? Because yeah. you are replacing Dan. What is your? I have one as well, and it's about my neighbor again. That famous neighbor that I'm oh, always talking about. Yeah, what yeah. is your? What's this guy's fucking problem? Um, Jesus Christ! I uh, I've been working for a few weekends, uh, helping this this company uh, run events uh, uh, up in the Berkshires, and it's mainly been uh, weddings over the last few weekends. So. There's something – I don't know. It's mainly New Yorkers going up to the Berkshires for these elaborate, lavish weddings. Oh, okay. And we had – the one last night that I worked out till like 2.15 in the morning, these people – people just become insane at weddings now. I don't under – like it's like – You mean drunk-wise or you mean like – they, like, they treat it like it's their personal fantasy made real life at the expense of – of whoever else, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. And these are grown up people. Like, you know, they're getting married at at ages older than I got married at. And and what are they doing? So they're these people. It was two doctors from New York, two doctors from like you know big name yeah, like hospitals in their forties. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 man was like forty. Yeah, and uh, the groom, and you know his bride was like mid thirties or something. Right, and they. It's like they lost their fucking minds, and and this was at a um, uh, this old kind of restored farm. Oh with, sure, with I'm sure it was huge, lavish, spot. huge barn, post and beam barn. You know, that's a, a, a national landmark or registry of uh, historic places. You yeah, know, and all this stuff. But people, they put the money down and they think, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know, at this place. Yeah, because it's like, well, no, you are using the space within the. The, confines, these confines of, of whatever. Wait, so what were they doing? Were they just like with complete disregard for the spot? Or? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they. Um, uh, you know, just stupid shit. Like, hey, we're we're in our late thirties, so we're gonna slam dance at one a.m. and like that kind of shit, and knock down women in their gowns. Like this, is what the the men decided to do. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, are are you fucking kidding me? Like, what is wrong with what is <laughs> what, you know, and and. Uh, uh, so, so they do that, and this was uh, the the big kicker is they and, – and I hated them because they were all like – they did this self-selection of – everyone was very tall. Like the bride's family were all very oh, tall. I hate them already. Yeah. Tall. <laughs> and the I'm men – they were so tall. And I, 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 I mean I'm six feet, and when I'm constantly looking up, I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Like all the women – Tall, were, rich people? Fuck you. Tall, rich people. You won the life lottery. And your doctors? I, and and, and doctors. Head. But I enjoyed because like a bunch of them were younger than me and already crippled by arthritis. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fuck you for being well, tall. I found out I have, early, I have early arthritis in my knees. Yeah. I went to the doctor and found that out. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm realizing as you tell this story, you're just mad yeah. because they're rich, they're tall, and they're <laughs> – Oh, oh. But they, they – they, <laughs> And they had the money to buy this spot no, for that's their wedding. Not, they, they went – this is uh, – so this is a historic place, right? And so they are required uh, when you have an event of X number of people and up, the town requires you to have like a EMT slash fireman there uh, in this place. Right, right, right. I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, this is at like one forty in the morning. We're, we're already like two hours past when we should even be there. But they're like, we want drinks and keep – you know, they've been drinking since 11 a.m. Yeah. Like, they're just sloppy, oh fall God. down. Yeah, like – these are doctors. These are people who are, hey, you know, high pressure job. You, you know, gotta let loose when you can. And and they all like flood out of this. Um, there's this gallery part of this historic part, and they all just like take off into the like where where are they running to and falling down and you yeah because they're so inebriated. And these bright lights start going off, and we're like, what the what the fuck is that? They had brought 
fireworks and we're launching fireworks inside the place right next to oh my god this wooden like completely not allowed at all in any way shape or it's, form it's probably like a thousand feet from the place we can go up in flames it's right next to the the building and, oh my and god. you know geysers of sparks and and uh what do you call them? roman candles it was like the one of those boxes where they light the giant fuse and it goes for half an hour you know like pew, pew, pew. so was the and fire marshal like was it fire marshal the fire marshal is like what the fuck is going on you so know he, like, is he like stop what are you doing he, yeah he he's like this is totally insane and the and the main person i work for uh who we've been trying to accommodate the, this whole night it was like okay sure more drinks okay we'll go get you and make more food for you yeah but we need to do this and we need to move into this area everything to be accommodating she just was just like Cite them. Just write, cite them right now. Oh, ticket, yeah. ticket them. And the fireman went over and, you know, he, he uh, with an extinguisher, put it out. These people are screaming at him and booing the fireman. Okay. <laughs> All right. The, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Plus, there's like noise ordinances and whatever else. It's yeah. 140 in the morning, you know. And he puts the thing out. This huge cloud of smoke goes up, and I, being smart, I close the doors of the this barn place so the smoke doesn't come in. All these people come over, starts pounding on the door. We want to get back in there to our drinks and all this stuff. Uh, and they they manage to unlatch the barn, come in. The place floods with smoke. There's a sprinkler system in this historic bar. Okay? Yeah, I, we you can't. We couldn't see six feet in front of you with all the smoke pouring into this place. So we're hoping the sprinklers don't go off, you know? And and the, the fireman had to dump, uh, like, I think four five-gallon bottles of water on this thing to finally put it out. Oh, wow. And these people could not, wow, that's could not give a shit. You oh, see my the, God. You see the, the fireman citing them, and they just threw it away. Oh, they're just loaded. <laughs> they're total just drunk, total assholes. drunk assholes. Yeah, that's know? the thing. It's so, also, that's also the thing where it's like, when you that's the worst when you see somebody so when you see crazy drunk people and you're not drunk yeah. it's the worst like you just notice the worst of people yeah. when that happens you're like oh my god is this what I'm like when I'm fucking loaded you know what I'm right, saying right, like right. it's the absolute worst that's crazy man uh let's move on though because um we actually you and Dan you both did the interview right no, just Dan. Uh, just Dan. Okay, I'm sorry. Right now we're going to move on to our interview with uh, Henry Phillips, who we're all like huge fans of. He just had a special come out on Vimeo. Uh, he's awesome. He's a really cool guy. So listen now to uh, Dan's interview with Henry Phillips. Hey, guys. I'm here with one of my favorite comedians. Um, you know him from his uh, album slash special, Neither Here Nor There. Uh, he also... Uh, is uh, the creator star of Punching the Clown, and he's got like one of the and your YouTube cooking show is like one of the funniest web series I've ever seen. Uh, Henry Phillips is here. Thanks oh, for coming on, thanks, Henry. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. I usually uh, don't give that passionate intro. Usually, I'm like, eh, cool. he's on G4 or some shit. Uh, I don't know. Don't worry about it. I, cool, I use G four as a as a reference a lot, but thanks I've for coming out, man. I don't even. It's a channel, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. it sounds like a. It sounds like some sort of like uh, birth control women. Yeah. women use like really intense birth control. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, sweet. So, um, yeah, that uh, special is out, and I'm very happy with it. And it was great. I played it for my dad on the way back oh, from really? the airport. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. really funny. I think you and your dad might be the only people who've watched it. Oh, really? But, uh, but we're trying to fix that. On uh, on Vimeo, it looks great. I mean, I've, I've only seen clips, but I listened to the whole album. So um, just because it's easier for me to, like, walk around. Oh, yeah, have it yeah. On, on my, like, when I'm bouncing around place to place, but... It's so fucking funny, man. Oh, and thanks, like you, man. you like like punching the clown. Like you, you like, and the one song at the end of the album where um, you're talking about you're in Hollywood and mm -hmm. I'm in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. Where were you? What was it? It's sorry. I'm in Minneapolis. You're, you're in, in Hollywood. Hollywood, and then, and it goes through the whole country. I'm in Opelousas, Louisiana. Yeah, and, uh, Truth <laughs> or Consequences, New Mexico. And, so great. Uh, yeah, and th that one came from uh it's basically well you and i both know that there's a yeah. wonderful thing that happens in this business when uh as you if you're in it long enough you get to see friends of yours that you started with right become enormously rich and famous lap you yeah like you know for you who was names. that uh well there were a whole bunch of them i think at this particular time <laughs> uh th this was i think i wrote that one at like 
gosh, early 2000s or something like that. And um, But, yeah, Ron White and I were pals, and then he became so big that I never yeah. talked to him again. <laughs> I actually saw him last night. That was great. <laughs> um, yeah. He gave people. you his car keys. Yeah. Like, hey, can you park this? <laughs> but it was funny because I would, there were several people and I would flip through the channels. Uh, Nick Swartzen was another one. Who yeah. Blew up. And um, so, yeah, you just flip through the channels and you see your friends on TV and you think about how you're in just this off. Like it'd be, it would almost be livable if you were just in a shitty hotel but the fact that you also have to flip through the channels and see your friends on tv in la <laughs> doing all these great things so that's what that song do you about. get bitter about it or no yeah no <laughs> no i i don't think i am uh you're because you don't seem like I a bitter well no I, I think um i mean I never had like ill will toward friends of mine or anything but i think that the business has become such that you can actually do stuff. You know, you can make your podcast or your right. web series or shoot your own special, you know, make your own movie, whatever. So that bitterness is sort of like it, ta- it takes the edge off of it a little bit because you're still doing stuff. That's you know? an interesting point. Yeah, that, that right now a lot of like if you're in it for the right reasons, um, then it's just to make stuff. So if you can make stuff – you know, and and you know, then then it's then that's the win. You know, because it used to be back then. It's like, well, you only have four networks to yeah, make. Yeah, you have like ten slots, and one of your friends gets in there, and that means that you're not. But now it's sort of like, it's sort of like a uh, you know a yacht that only holds ten people, and you're stranded on an island. Yeah, everyone else is like little shitty robots. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. may sink, but at least you have a shot now. Yeah, at least now I'm sort of like yeah, I got my shitty rowboat. I can get there. <laughs> I think for me, and I, and I do mean this, like, I used to get so jealous, you know, not so jealous, like, comparably, like, every other comic, like, especially, like, mm-hmm. when people started first getting their first late night sets, and I was like, when's my Oh, yeah, that's And all that kind of stuff in the beginning. But now, the only thing that happens for me is, like, I just, when somebody gets something, the only thing I feel is, like, oh, man, I really need to get my shit together it's more on me it's not it's exactly not them it's like yeah. man i need to get my hour together I need well yeah because to... there's stuff that you can do you know yeah. proactive i did get jealous i think i've gotten jealous of one thing in the past year because my friend uh interviewed somebody who directed a really uh like a conspiracy theory documentary which shows you like how my spirit's been broken mm-hmm. about this business over the years yeah, where i'm yeah. like yeah that's what i care not even that long but i was just like yeah, i don't care if somebody gets like Saturday Night live i just want to be able to interview the guy who directed capturing the freedmen's i think my priorities are a little bit askew but yeah <laughs> what's what's the like has there been a gig that you've even now that you're like that's the that's the that's the worst gig i've ever taken why was i thinking well that as far as a road gig gosh so many come to mind it's crazy i would probably say the worst um the worst gig that i ever had was um, right here in Los Angeles, actually. Really? All places. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because you can go to places like, I remember going to like Lake Jackson, Texas, in the middle of nowhere, and my friends and I were like, oh boy, what's going to happen here? It was a great crowd. They enjoyed the show. That was the end of that. But it's like, I've had some of the worst shows ever here in LA. Yeah. And it's getting better now that comedy, now that there's <laughs> security and there's like people get it, you know, but it used to be terrible sound everywhere you went and... You know, just nobody would ever say keep your table talk to a minimum or any of that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I did this show. This guy who was a British guy who uh, had a pub in Santa Monica. And he wanted to show uh, the college football game. It was the USC. And he bust in all these USC kids. Yeah. And that was his his model was he was going to have them all show up, watch the game, and then immediately afterward have the comedy stylings of Henry Phillips. So he had seen me once and thought, he thought, and this happened to me a lot where I was sort of booked at, like he thought, oh, this is like a perfect college thing. It's like Adam Sandler type thing or whatever. <laughs> but it's not really true. And so um, anyway, uh, these guys are all enjoying the game, drinking beer and everything like that. I'm getting a little bit nervous. All of a sudden, like there there's like another two minutes left on the clock and this um this guy decides he's just gonna turn it off. And he's like, Let's go into the comedy right now And I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea because it's like we uh you know, they and and he goes, No, 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 we they already know who won. It's extremely clear. There's it's impossible that anything's gonna change. And so they and and he didn't wanna have 
any uh, <laughs> lag between the the game and the performance. So he was just like, just get out there. Like literally, while the game's still going on, I get on the stage and they turn off the giant screen that was oh. on the stage, and it's me there with a guitar. <laughs> and at that time in my act, I used to be I used to be a little bit more of a, a troll. Like I, I would try to. Um, pretend that i was a real legitimate uh folk singer you know yeah and for like the first two minutes there was really no jokes or anything you're just literally hearing a guy do folk like i was doing this this like parody of a christian song that i was doing where it was like all god's creatures got a place in the choir some sing low and some sing higher some sing out loud on the telephone wire some just clap their hands or paws or anything they got now and uh so i was just up there uh doing that so they just think it's a real oh yeah no people they don't even think it's comedy yeah yeah (laughs) this christian folk musician all they know is that their game was turned off and now there's some asshole with a guitar singing you know and i I just remember looking on their faces because obviously you're as a comic you're like i have to read these people i gotta figure out what what to start with or whatever it it was just like people were stunned like they were just like (laughs) quiet and just like what the fuck is going on and then it started getting ugly there was like a band that was gonna play later that night and they had their drum set behind me and a couple of couple of guys started getting really rowdy and uh one guy picked up a chair and threw it on the stage oh my god and it didn't hit me but it hit the drum set and then that freaked out the sound guy because that's not his drum set. You know, it's like yeah. that's somebody's drum set. You know, it's pretty fucked up. So the sound guy, who happened to be a big guy, came over and started uh, basically becoming a bouncer. And then shit went crazy. I mean, it's like obviously in my memory of it, it's like Roadhouse or something. I'm sure it wasn't quite that, but there were definitely chairs flying. Oh, my God. Drum sets crashing and me up in the middle trying to do the song. You still kept doing it? Oh, yeah, it? yeah. I was up there just... Oh, and the other thing I forgot to say is that, and this is always the case, this is the one where I had a new manager, like a brand new manager who came out to see me, who brought their friend, and there were a couple, there was a guy who was going to do a write-up, I think, you know, it's just like, there's always that time, and those were literally the only people I had, and other than that, it was all these USC kids, and, um... So, yeah, I, I was up there for about a minute, and I eventually was just like, okay, guys, we're going to work out some stuff, and I'm going to get off now. And so I Thank walked God you got off. off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I walked off, and uh, about a half hour went by, and the dust sort of settled, and eventually uh, there basically was no comedy show, and people drank, and I was just talking to those people that I brought, the new manager or whatever. And then there was a band, and at the end of the night, I mean, I was supposed to get a hundred bucks that night, so I felt like I deserved it. It wasn't my <laughs> fault. And uh, so, yeah. sure enough, I talked to the club owner afterward, and I'm like, "Yeah, can I get my hundred bucks?" And he's like, "Well, you didn't do the show." And I go, "Yeah, but I, I drove out here. I started doing the show, and a guy threw a chair at me. You know, there's no." And, and then the guy pulls that whole like, "Well, I mean, if you were, uh, you know." Y- y- if you were a better comedian, you would have had a fi- you figured out a way yeah. to get them on your side. I was like, you shut off the game. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I was done arguing with the guy. But uh, did he give you fifty bucks, always? Uh, he gave me nothing. He gave what me zero. Yeah, yeah. He gave me absolutely nothing. And I always hated that guy for that. Um, but I hope he's uh, cancer or something. <laughs> yeah, I know, probably. But. Um, yeah, it's just too bad, you know. But it, it, but that's another thing that, like, I was talking about how you go to like Lake Jackson, Texas, or I don't know. Um, I'm thinking specifically a place called Lima, Ohio, where I did a show where nobody showed up, and the guy paid me a thousand dollars, and he he lost his ass. But then again, I did fly out there. I you did flew all these out. things. It's not my fault that there was nobody there, you know. I mean, I've I've been I've only been stiffed a couple times. One of which was uh, my agency actually paid back, so I I agreed because they paid me back. That's not cool. Uh, well, not really pay me back. I just didn't have to commission them for like two in a row. Oh, okay. Um, so basically paid me back. But uh, that's the only reason I haven't said the club 
um, yeah. on on anything, but that'd be tempting. Uh, oh, I'll just t- I'll tell you right afterwards. You probably could figure it out. <laughs> uh, and then another one. There was another festival where we all got, we all got fucked in Miami. This like friend of nature festival where I guess whoever was running it, they totally they totally like just took the money and ran. Whoa! They must have lost like half of, like hundreds of thousands of dollars to that festival, which makes yeah. me feel a little better that they lost all that money. Yeah, it's amazing how few times, I mean, I've been doing it 20 years now, and just complete strangers that, you know, they email you. I mean, they could be leading me to an abandoned warehouse. I always say that. that. The stand-up comedians are the easiest people in the world to kill. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I just show up. and. um, (laughs) Have you ever had somebody, like, try to kill you after after a set or on stage or anything like that? Uh... Yeah, this is one of these things where I'll be driving home and going, wait, what about the fucking time the guy tried to kill me? I don't believe I didn't say that. It feels like something. <coughs> I don't know. I've had various things thrown at me. Um, oh, well, there there was, a, there was a show that I did at the Improv where this guy wasn't, uh, this guy wasn't uh, trying to kill me, literally. I hope not. But every time I did a punchline or every time I did a setup for a joke, he would be like, I got a gun and it's fucking loaded, bitch. I'm gonna fucking kill you. That was his heckle. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Did he boy. think it was funny or no? Yeah, I'm sure he thought it was hilarious. You know, that was a pretty bad one too. That's like what uh, what every Trump supporter thinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, L.A. is like. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, have you ever, have there ever been any mistakes? You because all this seems like stuff that wasn't at, was out of your control though. Was there yeah. any where you've gone on stage and you're like, oh, that was a really that was a that was a bad move. Um, gosh, I'm sure they have. I'm sorry, I'm a little. Uh, Don't worry about it. I feel like I just have, at any given point, I just have so many different stories that run through my head. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, I think I think in that last story, a more seasoned comic probably would have tried to start with maybe a joke or something, right. <laughs> something to break the ice. <laughs> I went up with this folk song. Um, those are the kind of things that you learn. Um, over the years, certainly, you know, have you ever like one of my rookie moves was when whenever somebody from the audience would buy me a shot, I would actually do it just because <laughs> I thought it would be fun. And uh, yeah, I remember being in Beaumont, Texas, and having like five tequila shots during my show, and uh, yeah, basically passed out in front of everybody. <laughs> you passed out on <laughs> yeah, stage? Yeah, it, well, no, it was Not after like the afterwards. show when I was trying to. I don't know if I was trying to sell my CDs or whatever, but there's literally not one person that was out of the several hundred people out there that didn't see that I was just a complete mess. Fucking of a mess. Human being. Did they like yeah. it or no? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think they were kind of an older, <laughs> more conservative crowd. Like, what, what, what kind of entertainment is this? <laughs> this, this? I could just watch this at home yeah. with dad. Yeah, we could have just had any friend come and get drunk. <laughs> uh,. That song, uh, she's a bitch anyway. So, yeah. so is that that's based on somebody real? Please check out this yeah, album, yeah. by the way. The, um, it's the, amazing. Thanks. Yeah, the the particular so uh, lyric of the song came out of a conversation I was having with my friend where we were talking about it, our friend's girlfriend, and we were like, "What is her deal? Like, she is so yeah. mean. She is awful." I remember asking my friends, like, "Well, was she um, abused or something?" Yeah. And then, <laughs> And he's like, no, no, she had a very nice family life. And uh, <laughs> well, she like, like, there's got to be some reason. And then my friend was just like, no, sometimes people are just, you know, mean or just just she, trash, she's just a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And that's what that song is basically about. It's like, you know, even though she's, you know, receives all the love in the world and she's in the richest country in the world and all this other stuff, somehow she's just a bitch anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. That's basically true. But it's also, uh, you know, everything in all of our comedy, I think, is sort of an amalgamation of all these different uh, yeah. things. There's some lines in there that are about specific specific girls that I've had with girls. Have you ever gone after someone or been in a relationship that afterwards you're like, what the fuck was I doing? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Without getting into, like, you know, spe- but... You mean, yeah, like, you maybe out of my league? Without naming names. Out of my league? No, not even without your league, but, like, you know... You know, like uh, Josh Wolf was on here, and he talked about you know, basically you know dating a girl. You know, like I think his ex and how she was kind of like all over the po- like you know, I don't want to yeah. say a good t- a good time gal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> in, in that vein, I'm guessing. 
Oh, well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, in my early days, um, yeah, you make a lot of mistakes in the early days. Yeah. And then it turns into just awkward, uh, creepy stuff. I, I have a story about <laughs> something that happened kind of recently. I have this new neighbor who's pretty hot, you know? And, yeah. And um, I always feel just uncomfortable around uh, those types of girls where you you get the feeling i'm not trying to judge anybody but just where you get the feeling that looks is really the only way they make it through <laughs> but uh <laughs> anyway i i just was you know um i had a couple of times like said hi and then got nothing in response and uh there was one time that i guess that i was blocking her um driveway just a little bit and um i saw her uh go into her car and she gave me kind of like a, a look, you know, just kind of like a crappy look. And uh so I I I wanted to apologize but I didn't want to like walk over there. So I sent her <laughs> this is weird, but I had an email that was a mass email for people in my uh, apartment area and uh so I had an email for her and I sent her an email saying, Hey I think I was blocking your driveway. I just wanted to apologize about that. I will try not to do it again. Never heard anything back. And then I start going like, oh, man, am I being – that was weird. That's like <laughs> for me to email her, that was probably a terrible idea. So a couple of days go by, and then I um, I was trying to find – I had gotten like a jury duty notice or something like that, and I was supposed to deal with it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I was like, maybe I threw it away the trash yesterday or whatever so i went to my trash can and i'm starting to go in there and try to find it and then i was like oh that's right i remember i was walking from my car and i think i put it i put my trash from my car into that that girl's <laughs> trash which was pretty much right in front of her front door <laughs> so <laughs> so i pick up the garbage bin you know and i start so going, going through, through trash <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to find <laughs> trash that i had thrown in there myself and uh, and sure enough, like she like gets at she was coming home from work or whatever, and she comes by, and I'm sitting there going through her trash, and what did she uh, say? she's just like uh, looking at me, kind of confused. And then I just said something like, "Oh, hey, I think I threw something in here." Um, by the way, did you get my email? <laughs> and she's just like just. Didn't say a word, just kept walking. And I'm just like, why Why do people make it so so much worse than it has you to You know, be? I got to say, like, the first time totally hurt bad. The second time, <laughs> like, she read his self-defense handbook. Yeah, yeah, like, no, Hey, when you true. deal with yeah. guys on the street. <laughs> when there's a guy the going through way. your trash yeah. who's already emailed you and not heard anything <laughs> bad. Probably just to go inside, call yeah. the police. Yeah, no, at that point, it was pretty much. No, but I had a similar, because my landlord emailed everybody, and she forgot to BCC. And there's one b girl in my building uh, who's really cute. She's got a boyfriend, which I didn't know at the time. And part of me was like, yeah, maybe I ain't. And I'm like, yeah, that's a total breach of privacy yeah. or, <laughs> or whatever. I had this. This is like a really humiliating moment. And it, on the surface, it doesn't seem as humiliating. But it like I this was like last weekend. I was I went to go to the coffee bean. I picked got a nice coffee. And uh, I, I, I this girl, I kind of parked really too close next to her. And I was like, I got out. And I know it was a girl. It was a big pickup truck. So I was nervous it was going to be some big guy. But it was like mm -hmm. the smoking hot, like suicide girl <laughs> type chick, you know. And uh, I would, you know, it was like one of those, like, oh, geez, like you, you catch your breath. I'm like, oh, am I too close? She goes, no, no, you're okay. And then she starts heading. I'm like, hey, where are you headed? <laughs> Which already is like, you know, for a stranger, that shouldn't be the first yeah. question you should ask anybody. Like, if you don't know them, you should not be where are you going, <laughs> uh, yeah, unless you have great. a security. That's not the first question. You, yeah. So I say, well, where are you going? She goes, oh, I'm going to a lunch meeting. And then she was so hot. All I could think to say was. Lunch meetings, huh? They're always something. <laughs> that was it. And she looked at me. She's like, yeah. Like, I didn't say. <laughs> like, you could tell she probably wished I had just sexually harassed her. Yeah, That yeah. would have had. At least she would have had something to. Like, she would have been able to give me a fuck you yeah, or something. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, then she's exactly. like, you literally just said. Air. You know what else is something? Everything. <laughs> Everything is <laughs> something, great. Dan. That's awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I, I do that all the time in those situations where I, I wish I could go back. I remember being in high school. No, no, I'm sorry. It was right after high school. I was in I was in uh, community college. I was in my eighth year of community college in uh, Pasadena. <laughs> no, but there was a girl uh, that I always liked, and she was. I was about to pass through pass 
her in the halls. And I was like that calculated where I was thinking like, what am I going to say? Am I going to say what's up or what's happening? <laughs> I think I'll say uh, what's up. No, nah, what's, what's happening sounds on? cool. Nah, what's happening is that stupid show. <laughs> I'll just say what's up, whatever. Yeah. And then the girl walks by and I go, um, and she says, hi. And I go, um, hey, what's up happening? <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like. And then I just kind of gave like a real assertive <laughs> smile afterward to make it be like I'm not I'm not feeling weird about that. What's up happening? I'm gonna start a whole thing what now. She, what, <laughs> what did she say to that? She just it was like a, a walk by. It wasn't really a stop and chat, so she just yeah. kept walking. So I really didn't get a chance to see what That's her facial so expression was. Yeah, I, I it's. I I always feel like the times you meet girls too, it's just like when you're in a good mood. Yeah, like that's I, that's never gonna change. Like, which for me, like I'm in a good mood once every four days. So yeah, like, yeah. then I'll meet somebody. You that's know? the time to go out. Yeah, sure. like I I had I I just I, I think I'm like an inappropriate person. That's all. Mm-hmm. I had I had this. This is really not anything to do with this. But I went to I, I went to you know I'm going on this vacation tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I went on this, uh, re- I went to the co- I went to this coffee house yesterday to go visit my, sp- my sponsor. Uh, I mean, uh, whatever. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but it's my own shit. So, mm-hmm. but I met him and I was going through my own, like, and I was like talking about all this personal stuff. And I was talking about like sexual stuff at Vita coffee. And, mm-hmm. you know, I thought the people next to me had their headphones in, <laughs> but I was being really loud and I was talking about like, yeah, who? You know, I don't know what it is. I just say, <laughs> you know, like, you know, this is like from a girl I used to date. I would go down on her and I just couldn't make her come. I don't know why. I don't know why. And other girls, but she's still, and other girls I can make come, they don't like me. <laughs> I say this. And then finally he just like takes his headphones off. And I thought he could be, he goes, hey, you think this could be like a little bit personal? It's like a, pers- a conversation to have personal. And like, you know, in that situation, there's like, uh, there's like a couple responses. Like, it's a sorry and leave. Or it's like, hey, fuck you, I'm allowed to talk with this. what a psycho would say. Mm-hmm. But I took a third option, which I just go, oh, I'm sorry. So I was giving this woman oral sex. <laughs> like, I used professional. Right and back. then he got really pissed. And then I left with my my sponsor. But uh, Wait, yeah, no, where I, was that again? This was at Vita Coffee. You know that place? It's right near Rudy's Barbershop in Las Vegas. And like, oh, he okay. was sitting right next to me. And I think his girlfriend was across from oh, him, too. Yeah, but yeah. they were both on headphones, so I didn't think it was a big deal. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, I was kind of like this guy's being a square too. Yeah, like, yeah. What a guy! A guy doesn't tell you to stop talking about oh, sex. No, I understand yeah, a girl absolutely. telling you, but a yeah, guy, no, that's, come on. Yeah. No, I probably was inappropriate. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, it'd be interesting if we had it on uh, security cam or something. But <laughs> it probably no is. Sound. Probably when I get charged. <laughs> And I'll, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably. That takes a lot of balls for a guy to do that, though, because I mean, don't most of us just kind of put up with whatever it is, even if we're just. Like, well, he was like know. sitting like right next. I think he could tell that I was. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm sure that like if it was a more threatening guy, he wouldn't have said anything. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. But you seem like you don't make that many people uncomfortable, though. So that's good. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm always uncomfortable myself. I had a uh, situation where. I, I saw this comic, Christine Levine. Do you know her? She's yeah, yeah. so no, funny. Yeah, very funny. And she told this story that was just so damn funny. I guess I'll probably just tell people to be a fan of hers and, and try to watch this uh, story that she talks about with this guy who fucked a sausage in one, in her porno store that she was working at. But, she um, fucked a sausage? Yeah, and that's her story, and it's amazing. And, and it was so great that the next day I was at a pool party, and I was trying to retell the story. And um, there was – it was at, on the roof of my friend's apartment complex, and there's a pool there. And we were like uh, – I was trying to tell the story, but I'm like, yeah, I think that like he – he came in with the sausage and then he left and she went over and she saw a sausage and there was cum in it. And, um, <laughs> not and funny at, at all. Point, the yeah. 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 You're describing just, a crime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, at some point I kind of looked over my shoulder and there's the whole family, just like the two parents and the two little kids and everybody. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like cum in the sausage. I guess the cum was kind of dripping out of the sausage. He must have fucked it. And then tried. And they, they were just looking at me like horrified, like, who is this monster? What is your problem, dude? 
And I, and I just, it didn't occur to me that there would be other people from the apartment complex there at the pool party. I just thought we were all the comics, you know? That's, I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, you forget, like, uh, you're like, when you start saying, like, when I was telling my sponsor the sex story, you know, yeah. about, like, I'm like, but the people next to me, they don't know that I'm not a psycho. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, so, but but I think maybe every psycho thinks that, too, where I'm like, no, no, no I, I can say all this creepy stuff because <laughs> I'm not going to murder you or or assault you or something. Yeah, yeah. Or rape you or eat you or any of this shit. But, like, they don't fucking know that. They just see this guy with a big beard saying crazy shit at a yeah, coffee yeah, shop. exactly. And what the fuck is he going to do? So I I get it and that that kind of and then I felt bad and I was like should I go back in the coffee shop because we left but I'm like should I apologize because then I did the joke but then I'm like that would have even been more threatening if I had went back into oh, the coffee yeah. shop yeah, that's and been awkward. like hey sorry I uh, said that, <laughs> yeah. told that story about eating pussy too loudly uh, yeah and, and I think case. that would have been even worse if you had gone up to my family and be like listen I really shouldn't have said that <laughs> yeah, cum yeah. sausage bits you know I should have just stopped uh, right at the cum part and then just. <laughs> Let you imagine what happened <laughs> well, after. Give him a little bit of, give him yeah. a little bit of mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, um, so they should check you at henryphillips.com. Yeah, henryphillips.com has uh-huh. got everything. It's got my kitchen videos. It's got. My, oh, those uh, are so funny, man. Thanks, and I've got my my web series, uh, you and your fucking coffee, on there. And you, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to make it a one stop shop for all these things. Like we were talking about about doing doing your own thing and. Uh, and it's fun, you know, having a good time doing it. And yeah, the special. Uh, gotta, I'm really glad that uh, you listened to it. And oh, uh, it's so great! It's it, really funny. Thanks. It's on Vimeo, and uh, people can go um, to Vimeo my Plus, right? Well, I, you have to pay for it. You have to pay I don't for even that. know how Vimeo works. Henry, um, you're doing a really great job marketing yourself. <laughs> you I don't gotta, even know if it's on Vimeo, honestly. There's just, a there's a link with a trailer, and you can decide whether you want to. Go ahead and fork over some money. <laughs> but uh, you I'm got any really dates happy coming up or anything? Uh, yeah, let's see what's coming up. I've got uh, Lake Tahoe, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, which would be fun. Oh, it's a good town. And uh, yeah, um, let's see what else is coming up. Uh, Columbus, Indiana. Have a good Columbus, Indiana. Yeah, and I have a couple of uh, film festivals this month actually for our sequel. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Is it out? Can I watch it? Or no. no. It's not out yet. Yeah, it's been taking forever. We finally have a distributor, but uh, so sometime in early 2017, hopefully, will be when everybody sees it. But uh, I'm really happy with it. Uh, That's awesome, man. Nikki Glazer's in it, too. and she's uh, My my old boss, I mean, yeah. my podcast partner. I have another podcast that I do. Uh, yeah. Uh, the podcast with her. Maybe current boss, you know, and she's in the first gray one area. Too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always so great. great. It's always great uh, to work with her because she just so she gets it. You know, she's so funny, man. She's like a road dog too, which people don't fucking yeah. understand. Oh yeah, no, we did a trip from St. Louis to Cincinnati one time. Uh, she and I and a guy named Gabe Kia, who's great. Oh, I know Gabe. Yeah, yeah you know Gabe, Gabe? opened yeah. for me at Go Bananas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he. He, li- really he liked funny. it so much he moved there uh, when we did this trip. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah I guess we went so. to the Creationism Museum there. Oh, last that's time great. I was, uh, well, no, the first weekend I was at Go Bananas. Nice. That's a great club, huh? Oh, yeah. It's you so still great. go back yeah. there? Um, yeah, every now and then. I yeah. Down there. But, uh, but, yeah, I was uh, just uh, yeah watching Nikki's set every night, and I was just like, this is fantastic. It's so tight. You know, the, yeah. the jokes are so well written, and the delivery's great. And, uh, but yeah, you got to give her credit for uh, for paying those dues. Yeah, because most like there's so many people now who are like literally they become a fucking Viner YouTube star, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they've got like Skip you know a ten episode thing. deal deal somewhere, you know. But then I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I don't Being know like, what the fuck is going on. <laughs> no, I know, but it is weird, isn't it? Isn't it kind of hard to imagine getting good at making people laugh without ever having them in the room at the time? That's the thing. It's like it seems like you have yeah. to. You have to build up that reflex, you know, that instinct of, oh, when I say it slowly like this, everybody laughs. Well, but you if know you're what in I the think, room, nobody knows. You yeah. know you know what I think it is? Like, the one thing that, like, YouTube stars, I mean, maybe radio guys have this too, but this is something that you can have that you don't have to be funny for. And that's, like, a familiarity. That's familiarity. right. Yeah. Ugh, I can't even say the I word. Know. With the audience. That, like, comedians don't, like, I don't think stand-up, you necessarily have that, like... Mm-hmm. You know, like, 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 there's so many podcasts, like, uh, 
Like, or, or, or I think that happens with a YouTube star where you watch these guys play video games. It's like, I'm hanging out with somebody. And yeah. I feel like a lot of these, you know, there's, there's a lot of lonely people. So, oh yeah, no, I think that's a lot of what it is. <laughs> I always thought it'd be funny if like, uh, in a dark way, if, if there was like a YouTube celebrity who was like a teenage girl and then they were like, okay, well we have good news and bad news. Um, the good news is that you have, you know, 10 million uh, fans and you can tour. The bad news is they're all middle-aged men. That's the <laughs> only people that are watching your show. It's like, ah, you know. <laughs> but it's like, well, all right, well, going to go play for a thousand middle-aged men that are just leering at me. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Hey, thanks for doing the show. Absolutely, Dan. Thanks. Bye. Okay, that was our interview with Henry Phillips. That was awesome. Yeah, that I was love great. That guy, he's so funny. <laughs> Does this sound too canned right now that we're talking like this? Uh, now it's time for Tom's haunting, haunting realization. realization. I like the fact that I get to do those intros that I can go. Oh, yeah, you can. Tom's haunting realization. I'll try to echo. I'll put the echo. Uh, what do you got for this this week, Tom? I mean, this is. Uh, let's before you do this. Yeah. I want to preface. This is a lot of people's favorite part of the show. I know. It's I really. I hope you're flattered by that. They're listening. That means they're getting all. The the way to the end or they're fast forwarding to the end yeah absolutely yeah right exactly yeah me and dan are just the first 10 minutes we're like what they don't want they're like yeah fast right forward, exactly the forward, vegetables fast. of the of the podcast you, you guys um, are the the mark maron intro uh, at the right, beginning of right, wtf right, right. <laughs> so what do you got for haunting realization this week dude uh we've we've uh we've got some we've got a number of pets in the house we have uh, a, a couple uh those beta, beta fish, you know, the colorful beta fish. We've got a, a little... No, but you know what beta fish are. What are beta fish? Like, the, They're those the fighting, Siamese was, fighting fish. Oh, yeah. Si yeah. That, yeah. Then, that, Tom, call them that, Tom. Okay. They're Siamese fighting fish. I know what a Siamese fighting fish is. Okay. That's yeah. a lot of, it's a lot of words. I thought you might... No, because no, people... Everybody out there knows what a Siamese... My sister had a Siamese fighting fish. Okay. Apparently, if you put them in, in, the, in, the, in the bowl together, they, they kill each oh, other, Oh, they'll right? kill each other, yeah. Yeah, so you can have two yeah. of them. You can just have one. My sister had one. Well, you put we have them in their own separate little kingdoms in their own chambers. In their own chambers? Yeah, yeah, in their, their own, own bowls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a very fancy kingdoms. way of saying their I own was, bowls. Well, they're 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 very royal looking. Somebody um, told me if you put like tin foil in the thing with them, it'll bump its head against it until it dies. You, if you put a well, that or you put a you can put a mirror up and they completely Freak react. Out. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, they're nuts. So what? Um, so what happened with the Siamese fighting fish? Well, it's I, nothing. Oh, okay. So those are two of the pets. Sorry, we have our little dog socks. That's um, right, socks. People love socks. Socks is awesome. Uh, uh, Dan hates her. And um, then we have two leopard geckos. Leopard geckos. That, do you understand leopard geckos? Yes, I okay. do. Tom, Tom, don't be smarmy, okay? Because I didn't know what a fucking beta fish was. Nobody knows what beta fish is. They know what Siamese fighting fish is, okay? They don't know fucking beta fish. <laughs> you, just, you admit that you said beta fish because that's the, the not well-known name of that fish. No, you no. Want it to be like a, like a, like a pescatarian. That's what it says on their food. <laughs> that's, right. that's not even the right. No. Dan would make fun of me right now if I said pescatarian. Yeah, it was like somebody who's of... an expert of fish, but that's not, that's not what no, it is. No, I thought pescatarian is the it kind is a, of it's vegetarian who... who Eats fish and okay. That's sorry. exactly what it was. Yeah. I, All right. I called myself out for that one. All right. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt you now. Go for the story. So these geckos that we have, we've been feeding like you know mealworms, which are kind of, you know, they're kind of gross. They're what they would zoom in in like 1970s horror movies, <laughs> like his, his mealworms squirming around. Like that that that's what I'm familiar with them at first, and they eat those. But but my kid, my son, decided, hey, let's broaden their diet and get them crickets, and. Oh, uh, boy. So we got them crickets and put them in there and, uh, you know, the, the geckos are like, yeah, like they, this is the most active we've ever, they just like, oh my God, what? <laughs> it's well, like just, getting a steak. Yeah, they yeah. were so psyched to eat these crickets and they ate their fill of crickets. But then I think uh, in one of the tanks, there was an extra cricket, right? And it, it like somehow hid in there or whatever. And uh, yeah, of course it did. Yeah, so... So at, at night, uh, you know, uh, with the cricket in there, all of a sudden I hear from my room, like three rooms away in the middle of the night, like two, three in the morning, this cricket starts chirping at three in the morning and I'm listening. 
you know, it's kind of like a pleasant, like, oh, it's kind of like the outs- outdoors are inside. That's kind of, that's a nice little, you know, like, and, and uh, then I'm like thinking of like, oh, it's like, why would he be doing this? You know, like, what is the sound? Is it because it just because it's dark or then, then I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm like, oh, you know, he's, he's saying help. <laughs> There's a giant lizard in here that ate all my friends. Help me. Help me. So I'm like thinking about that. Like that's got, that's kind of funny or darkly morbid. And then like an hour later, I'm like, fuck this cricket. I cannot sleep. Okay, <laughs> this fucking cricket. I can't. Wait. So it was in your son's room, right? And the, in the, in the, the no, no. He has the the one in his room ate all the crickets. This is another one. Like like in our oh, in our, multiple. There's two. Lizards. Yeah, they're they, they're separate too. Because uh, they the geckos used to be in the same tank, but one ate the other's hand. Oh Jesus um, Christ! So, oh so, my God! It's just a fucking house of horrors. So, <laughs> so I can't sleep. I'm going out of my mind with this exhaustion. That's, that's the haunting realization right there. That ate the ate the hand. All right, go ahead. It ate, so I I like uh, I I go into the. The, the the room where the 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 gecko is with the the cricket and I like turn the lights on open it up I'm like trying to get the cricket can't find it and it gets out into the house <laughs> <laughs> so there's a cricket in the house like every fucking night now I have earplug I have to put earplugs in to sleep and put a pillow on my head so I that's how is child services not come and take your kids away. <laughs> So that's so what's that's the haunting realization. That you that is really haunting. Yeah. A cricket sound can be that's literally that's haunting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but I'm like, I had this murderous rage. I was like, I'm gonna kill this fucking cricket, cricket, <laughs> and it's just like no, and it's doing. It's just like jumped, and that was it. It lives in the house now. It's like, so does the, it? Does the sound fill up the entire house? It downstairs at least where I sleep. It's just echoes throughout <laughs> down there. It's just echoing throughout down there, and he's like the whatever the one two three four. Like the sixth pet now is the cricket that lives in the house. So, is there a way to find the cricket or not? It moves. It's constantly. It, it's a strange oh sound. God. Like you ever hear crickets when you walk outside and you're like, "Is it from over there or is it from over there?" <laughs> like you can't. That's my house now. That's oh my the first floor of my house. That is so good. Yeah. That is such a good haunting realization. <laughs> It's it's so I'm exhausted. Oh my god! So that is Tom's haunting realization. Well, this was fun, Tom. Yeah, we 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 found out more about you and your your awful life. That you have. No, I'm just kidding. That's it. <laughs> Would you want to plug anything this week? Uh, for this week, uh, no. Just uh, follow me on Twitter at Tom Dog, and uh, please follow us on uh, Facebook. We've got a Facebook page, uh, My Dumb Friends Podcast on. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, Instagram and, and Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Yeah, at Dumb Friends Cast on Twitter. Yeah, what do you I, have coming up? I have uh, at Shawnee Time on Twitter, and then I think right before this comes out, I think I will be at the brokerage in Long Island. Oh yeah, uh, 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 Friday and Saturday. It's three shows. I am from Long Island, so if you know me uh, from the podcast or you know me from Long Island, please come on out and see the shows. And I have Instagram and Twitter as well, like I said. And uh, let's say Dan stuff. Dan is uh, at DS Germain on uh, Twitter. And I don't know any of his dates, but you can go. I think his, his website's dancehatermain.net if you want to check out any dates that he has. Yeah. But thanks so much. This was, uh, it was interesting. This was an interesting, interesting was 20 good. minutes or 30 good. minutes of talking. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. And definitely, please, please, please subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast and review it and write to us and you know do whatever. We, we want to get the word out. If, 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 if you dig the podcast, let people know. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our host performing live this week. Well, right now, currently, Sean Donnelly is performing at Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Through October 1st, go see Sean Donnelly at Dr. Grin's. Follow him on Twitter at Time to see where and when his New York City dates are. Dan St. Germain... In just about a week or so, we'll be at the Skyline Comedy Cafe in Appleton, Wisconsin. He'll be there from October 6th through the 8th. If you're in that neck of the woods, then he'll be back in Los Angeles. For more specifics about Dan's show dates, go to dansaintgermain.net and check out his schedule. We'd love to hear from you as we said on the podcast, so please write to us at mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. 
please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or however you listen to the podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks. We'll be back next week. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. Tell you.